Hi, and welcome to the Mouse and More podcast. I'm Chris, and tonight I'm joined by Bridget, Liza, Tony, Adam, and Rachel. Hi, guys. Hey. Hey. How is everyone? Pretty good. Good. How are you? Oh, I'm, I'm spectacular, and you know why? Because I'm super excited about everything that's coming for 2020. Me too. Oh, I'm, I know. I'm really excited. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Okay, so unfortunately, we we got like really pumped up before the show talking about some of this. So now we like, I think we, you know, we got to get our energy back. We wanted to talk about exciting things that are coming in 2020, both on a personal level and on a broader level about what's coming to Disney World and Disneyland. So let's start with the kind of broader level and talk about what are the new things that are coming that you're excited about. I'm going to start with Bridget. I'm excited for, I think, a few things. All the revamping that's coming, um, that will be coming to Epcot, but um, is one thing. But I really am looking forward to finally getting into Galaxy's Edge, even though mm. I know that's kind of passe. Um, but for what? us, it's not, because we haven't been there. How but. is that passe? Like, most well, of the world just, has not been to Galaxy's Edge yet. <laughs> I guess because I hear so much talk about it. That's yeah, that probably that. is true. Yeah. All your clients are going, and you're going, yeah, have Fun. <laughs> Galaxy's Edge is so 2019. It's 2019. It is 20. Is, is it 2019? It is 2019. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think we're going to, I'm looking forward to just seeing it and checking it out. Um, but I also kind of interested in that Mickey's, um, the, the rail, the railroad ride or Mickey's. That train. Railway, oh, railway. Mickey's Runaway Railway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's in March. Yeah, it's March 4th. So, it's a big day because Food and Flower and Garden opens on March 4th and so does the Runaway Railway. So I'm like, which one do I go to? You know, do I go to, like, get into you the park go really to early? Runaway Railway. And then I head over to Flower and Garden. Yes. Okay, but let me ask a question. So do I get in the park when it opens, get in a boarding group of Rise of the Resistance, and then get over to Runaway Railway? Is that how it's it, going to work? Maybe they'll have a boarding sure. group. I don't know. Okay. Did you know, I've already been booking um, fast passes for clients and there's not a fast pass available for runway. None yeah, I noticed that. Yeah. So, That's okay. I'll just wait. So, I mean, do we think they're going to do boarding groups? Is that what, I mean, has anybody heard? You know, that'd be a really long, unpleasant wait if they don't do something. I mean, I would think since they've gone that direction already that they would maybe follow suit because if they're you're, they're already getting the crowd in for for Galaxy's Edge. Right. So that crowd is there and they're all going to flock there to the mm-hmm. railway because they're waiting to get into Rise of the Resistance or what have you. Yeah, but from from an IT standpoint, I mean, they're building modules on their apps for these boarding groups. I can't see them creating the Mickey's and Minnie's Runaway Railway uh, module for boarding groups for that. You know, that, that's that's a little ridiculous. And we're going to start having modules for every ride. And we're going to do this boarding group uh, yeah. process. Do you think that would just be like really like, is it too much work or is it too much like um, strain on the app or what? I, I just don't really see it having the popularity. You that's know, Star, Star Wars is, is going to be popular. It's, it's always going to be popular. I mean, there's going to be a point where they're going to drop off of boarding groups and you know, go to standby lines and, and fast passes, hopefully. Um, well, I've seen the fast pass line for Rise of the Resistance because when it broke down, when we were allowed to come back, they let us go through the fast pass line. And it's 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 actually pretty cool. 
I mean, you still see everything. So yeah, they'll have that, but you know, hopefully soon. Right. I I just see the the runaway railway being like a nice ride, but you know, it, it's going to get that initial uh you know furor over over its release, and then it's just going to become you know yeah another ride. Do you know? I've heard it's basically a people eater. You know, because you have so many people in the park before because of Star Wars that they need attractions that kind of swallow up people and keep them off the, you know, off the sidewalks and off of other attractions. Mm-hmm. That That's what I've heard. That's yeah. why I'm surprised there's, there's been no type of like one of the Omni Mover rides, you know, yeah. like a. Like mm-hmm. a haunted mansion that's just a, a continuous flow where the ride moves. It doesn't stop. It just it keeps moving and it cycles, you know, thousands of people through per hour. Do uh, we know that this isn't how that works? I don't know anything about it, to be honest. Well, this is essentially a, a railroad car with a two-row uh, – it, it's a railroad engine with a two-car seat behind it. So it, it you know, it seats like four four people, six people. Uh, because they just released a, a car, a toy, okay. oh. Uh, oh. Uh, last week. And uh, it's funny because it actually has pull-down safety bars. Mm. And I don't I don't think that the Runaway Railway is actually going to require a safety bar. Um, so I thought it was Maybe funny. Maybe it's to keep habit. people from acting crazy and getting up or something. Right. But yeah, I mean, it, it's... You know, it's probably going to be very similar to the great movie ride where you're on a little, you know, it's a trackless ride and you're going through and you're just being pulled by a train car. I miss the great movie ride. I I really do, too. I am excited that they kept the theater, though, that they kept that there. Mm -hmm. And I did see a little clip that Disney released, like, when you're going through the queue, it looks like they'll be playing that Mickey cartoon on that movie screen. Right. And it's the new Mickey, which I'm not crazy about. I like new Mickey. Mm -hmm. I do, too. I agree. Yeah, I do. My kids like it, too. I guess I'm old. You know, old people. Yeah. I'm old with you. <laughs> yes. Get off our lawn. I know. Give us our regular Mickey back, darn it. Oh, but grumpy. Mickey, yeah, Mickey doesn't bother me as bad as Goofy. Goofy looks really disturbing. Oh, God. I don't like yeah. Goofy. I have a problem with Goofy. I, I have a friend who, just the other day, she went on this tirade about how much she hates Goofy. And I was like, wow, I did not know you Wait, had this in that you. That was me. Was really was that you? I thought that was Liz. Nope, it was me. I told you. Oh my you god! Goofy okay, you're crazy. For me, <laughs> whenever Goofy, like when I was watching the New Year's Eve fireworks with my kids mm-hmm. in my bed, because that's what my New Year's Eve was, and then Goofy's like, oh, and then he started doing his Goofy thing, and I'm like, come on, Goofy, please, please. Just. I'm gonna teach your boyfriend how to talk like I'm that. Like, just back away from the fireworks <laughs> show because nobody needs to hear this. I just, I'm not just... a fan. I'm not a fan of Goofy. Um, he's one of my favorites. I like Donald. Yeah. Donald's funny. Donald well, is you, funny and he's adorable. I like the Goofy with Max. Like I wasn't a fan of Goofy until he got Max. And if have y'all seen that adorable short where Max brings home his girlfriend for Christmas and Goofy's trying so hard to impress the girlfriend? Have y'all seen that? No. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, it is the most precious thing. And Max oh. is so embarrassed by his dad. And then at the end, he realized he did all this because he loved him. It's the sweetest thing. Where did he find Max? How did Max come into the picture? Yeah, like, like where's kid, isn't it? Well, where's Max's mom? 
Yeah, did he just abandon Max's it's, mother well, and then? It's Disney. Like, Everybody has single parents in Disney. Wait uh, a minute. I just say the mom's dead. Max's mom went out for ice cream about three years ago, and she never <laughs> she came never back. She never came back. <laughs> See, I feel like he didn't have a relationship with Max until Max was an adult, because like he basically skipped out on his parental duties, and then like Max came back. You know, because that's how kids are. They forgive their parents, and now they're trying to, you know, sort of, Good Lord, re- you know, reconnect. But it's really not so easy. I know they're trying to reconnect, <laughs> but it's really not easy. And then you've got Goofy's your dad, and that's really your only alternative at this point because mom's out of the picture. Mom's out of the picture. Well, maybe not. Maybe mom's not. Maybe mom's just sitting by, kind of angry because she's like, "I raised you all those years by myself, and now you're hanging out with that guy." <laughs> Look at his pants. Exactly. Yeah, look at his pants. You want to be like that guy? Oh, come on. He's been wearing the yeah. same Goofy shoes had... for 50 years. <laughs> Y'all, Goofy had a wife. What? In the 1950s shorts, there was a wife. Goofy had a wife. His uh, wife was from the 1950s shorts. What was her name? Never apparent. Oh, I don't know that. Hold on. Oh, my gosh. Um, Is it Clearbell <laughs> the cow? Is this an inbred relationship? <laughs> it's not inbred. Oh, <laughs> wait. Not sister. Oh, that's oh. true. That's true. This one blog says she he she's dead. Of oh, course <laughs> she's dead. They're all dead. <laughs> that's that's well, fake that's, goofy news. That's even worse because if Goofy's Who's wife is Max's dead, mom? that means he let that he let Max be raised in like a series of foster homes and yeah. you know, didn't care. Okay, Max was in the <laughs> system. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So, Her face was unseen, it says. Goofy's <sighs> girlfriend, Sylvia. Sylvia. <laughs> Good Lord. Okay. Oh, my gosh. This right. is, there's so many theories online about what happened to Max's mom. <laughs> <laughs> it's really sad. You know what? It's like I was really trying to push that whole theory about that little blonde kid in Carousel of Progress in the first scene. Because you never see the blonde kid after that. And I was trying to push the whole theory that she died of, like, typhoid. Or maybe she was in, like, a hospital for tuberculosis or something. Like, something crazy. But it, it never really, you know, took off. Gorsh. I was disappointed about it. Gorsh. Goofy's Gorsh. family's dead. <laughs> so, <laughs> Sorry. That's so bad. Poor Goofy, man. Now I feel bad for him. I don't feel bad for him at all. Yeah. He might have just, maybe he was just a jerk and leaving his stuff all over the house. And she was like, I got to go. Yeah, it could be. <laughs> we got to move on. <laughs> yeah, we really ought to. Okay, thanks for trashing Bridget's entire part of, you know, but sorry it's Bridget. It's fine. You know, it's fine. All right. Did you ha- <laughs> did you want to say anything else? I really am interested in that space the the space restaurant. Oh my god. That was anything about it. Space, that's why I didn't want to say anything. Adam, join in. Go right ahead. Go it's ahead and join in. Tell well, us about how excited you are about the space restaurant. It's two hundred and twenty miles up from Earth. Yeah, space two twenty. Bet you didn't know that. That's how far away it is from the surface of the Earth. How it's do you have get there, Adam? It's gonna have a thousand bottles of the world's finest wine and craft beers. It's going to seat probably about 350 people mm-hmm. because I may or may not have seen the, the, uh, the floor plan for it. Okay. Um, it's all over the internet. Skippy. No, um, I'm kidding. <laughs> better not be. Oh, uh, somebody's in trouble. It's uh, what I like about it is as of now, it's kind of its own thing. It doesn't have any cast of characters attached, which I have no problem with cast of characters, but it's nice to have something a little more original. 
there's going to be a whole process how you get up into space when you enter into the restaurant, which is going to be really cool. I don't want to give away too much, but it's going to be kind of like those hydrolators that they used to have at the... Oh, the Living oh. Seas. Yeah, I was looking at the little hydrolator thing. Oh, yeah. There's like, I don't want to give too much away, but there's a whole boarding process to get into a special vehicle similar to the hydrolators that they had in the seas pavilion before they switched it over to nemo i like how it's kind of you know its own thing it's not really attached to any specific you know character or property or anything it's kind of just going to be its own um thing it's different it's not anything that Disney has made. I know uh, the restaurant at the Seas Coral Reef is similar in that you're dining, viewing something, but that's live fish. This is going to be, you know, like you're in space. So I'm excited for this. It's a different dining option in in Epcot. Um, I know Epcot, not that it needed more dining, but it it's something different. It's not anything that anybody was looking for and we're getting it so i think that's pretty cool and it's gonna have a lounge Ooh, i wonder if it's gonna be two is do we know if it's um two uh, signature dining or is it i don't know that but i do know that it's gonna have its own lounge adjacent to the restaurant like well Mm -hmm. well, like in within the restaurant you know how brown derby has a little lounge outside right there it's gonna be Mm -hmm. something similar to that but um, where you can get some Except drinks. Except it'll be in space and you have to wear like a special suit while you're out there. Uh, yeah. Maybe. Mm. Yep. I, still... I would love if the lounge was called 221 because I'm a big fan of Mr. Mom. And there's a scene where they're asking <laughs> uh, Michael Keaton if he's rewiring the house. And he said, you're rewiring the house with 220? He says, yeah, 220, 221, whatever it takes. <laughs> I remember that line. Oh, that's so funny. That's because we're old. Yeah, I know, I right? Mr. This is second time tonight. Okay, I wonder what the menu will be. I'm not really that excited about this. I guess I'll have to see it. I almost feel like something similar should have been done over in... I mean, doesn't it feel Tomorrow like Land. almost... No, like, yeah, like Tomorrowland, really. I mean, yeah. doesn't it make more sense there? Yeah, if they would have redone mm. the, uh, the terrace. Oh, gosh. Tomorrowland Terrace. Yeah, Yeah. I think it would have been better because at least Magic Kingdom would have had more dining. Right. Yeah, I mean, like I said, Epcot didn't need another restaurant. But, but, um, you know, something is better than nothing, I guess. And it didn't take anything away. It's brand new. It's adding on. So we didn't lose anything. Can you tell me where it is? Because I don't really have a good grasp on where it's located. In between Test Track and... Mission Space. It's attached to the okay. Mission Space building. Oh, okay. So do we know um, when it will open? I Last I heard was February. Yeah, that's what I heard too. Mm-hmm. I heard Me too. Possibly February 20th. Because it's 2.20. Oh, it looks like they're going to do breakfast too. Mm-hmm. Huh. Well, that'll be nice. Because all, 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 the, all, the, um, all the parks don't have you know, a lot of breakfast locations unless you want, right. really want to, you know, do characters or something. Well, so I'm curious as to why you were excited about this one, Adam, with everything else that's opening. Well, I wanted to, you know, leave some of the good stuff for everybody else, but that's very but, generous. But also it's, like I said, it was something, it's something that no, nobody knew was coming. And then they announced it D23 two years ago. And right. like I said, it didn't, replace anything i'm not losing like a fan favorite 
Um, I'm just getting something new, and I I like new things. I don't right. like it when it replaces something that I love and will yeah. miss forever. Mm-hmm. But I'll take something new. Okay. Ready. Okay. Liza, what are you looking forward to? I'm like look, looking forward to Remy's Ratatouille adventure. Ooh. Mm. I Me really too. am. Um, it's a trackless ride system, so I think that's going to be really fun. And we need more World Showcase Pavilion rides. I really have I've thought that for so long now. I mean, I wouldn't be mad at it if they opened up another one somewhere else. I just, we need more rides there because a lot of times what guests will do, or my clients, they'll, they'll say, well, I mean just a bunch of stores and stuff i mean i don't really want to go around there and they they a lot of people want to skip epcot altogether and i feel like it would draw more people in there if there was more rides that their kids would be able to go on and this is one of those that the whole family can ride it and it's cute it's 4d i'm really excited i've seen the the a video of the one in Paris and it was really cute. Although it was hard to get a good video apparently because I could never find a really good video of it. But the one in Paris, it's fun. I mean, it's it's a really fun ride. Yeah, it looks so. fun. It looks really cute. And the queue always moved. Like every time I've been in it, the queue moved surprisingly fast. <laughs> so you you feel like you know th- there's a I don't know. It, I think like Tony mentioned, like Haunted Mansion and how those kind of attractions just load and kind of move fast. It was kind of like that. But um, so. but what I'm not really excited about in the same pavilion is the Beauty and the Beast theme sing-along. Hmm. I'm not really looking forward to that because I feel like we already have a Beauty and the Beast live on stage. However, if they, it just says a twist on a tale as old as time. Right. I will say it looked like they had some cute displays from the movie, the um, live action movie. It looked like they had some interesting displays that were going up there. They did a preview today of it. So that might be fun to look at some of the costumes and things like that. Yeah, I mean, the costumes, I wasn't, I liked the cartoon better than the live action. Mm-hmm. I just, I just did. But I feel like it's just, a. we already have a Beauty and the Beast stage attraction. So maybe if they're going to get rid of the one in studios, maybe, but... I don't know why we would need two of them. Mm. Well, it's France. They got to be extra. Maybe that's why. I don't know. No. Well, no, they need something there that kind of. They you got know. Ratatouille. They could done, have done Aristocats, right? Oh my gosh, they're French. Aristocats is cute. Are they? Huh, Aristocats sing along. What you're gonna do? Go meow, 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 meow. I would be in for it. Uh, I know you. You would. know I would listen to it. I, I think that we have problems. Maybe with cats. maybe they didn't kill off Maurice, and Maurice is actually a thing because he's not in the other show. And then maybe we learn who the beast's name is. Apparently, it's Adam. Is that really? That's what Adam the said. Name Adam. <laughs> it's true. Is it true? <laughs> okay. According to some like canonically accurate video game or something, that's what they wow. said his name was. Because it really yeah. bothered me because she never said his name. It's just like, peace. And then it's like, oh, we're getting married. Wait a minute. She never says his name? No. You're right. She doesn't. And I'm like, what are you just calling him beast forever? Like, you that's know. all I could think about. And then it I never was works like, for a couple. Um, well, I mean, I guess so. But, I mean, it was just weird to me. Yeah, it's a little it's weird. It's like things that I think about when I watch shows. Okay. Alrighty. <laughs> okay. Tony. Yes. I am excited for uh, the new Cirque du Soleil show, Drawn Ooh. to Life, which will be premiering uh, later in March uh, and going 
an opening on April 17th. Wow. Uh, the new show is Drawn to Life. It is a show that was created in conjunction with Cirque du Soleil and Disney Imagineering. Uh, you know, Cirque, you know, by themselves puts on a hell of a show. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to see Cirque team up with Imagineering, um, I'm, I'm hoping that it's going to be, I don't know if groundbreaking is the, is the right word, but it's going to be, you know, Cirque on steroids is what I'm hoping for. Um, La Nuba, which closed, I can't believe, two years ago already, right. um, was there for 19 years. And, you know, I probably saw it three or four times. It was a great show. Um, Cirque puts on a, a, a good performance. Um, but I'm, I'm really excited to to see Cirque back down on that side of, of Disney Springs and bring a little life back there because, uh, you know, the whole time that uh, since La Nuba closed, the theater has been dark. Uh, so that's, you know, a couple thousand people that don't need to head down to that part of Disney Springs. So I just I feel like that side needs a little bit more love. Um, so it'll, it'll be nice to see that uh, theater come alive again and to see Cirque back on property. Yeah, okay. I would love to go and see it. I loved that. I, I saw that show a couple of times. I liked it. I'm going on the 16th. Are you really? Uh-huh. Um my, you know, I'm down there for the Star Wars run and my annual pass is blacked out and they're, they're having all these pre-shows beforehand to tweak it. Um, and it will be the night before the official opening and my pass is blacked out and my friend wants to go. So we have reservations to eat at homecoming and then we're going to see it. Oh, I'm so Um, jealous. Yeah. I'm excited because I figure it's, I mean, it's got to be the one, you know, the one they're going to open with by that time. It's the last run through. We were, I was lucky enough. I went the last night, the previous cert closed. So I didn't get to the last show, but my son and there for New Year's Eve. And again, my annual pass was blacked out. So we went to the first show that night, but I got a commemorative pin they handed out. And it was really special. It was so neat. And the standing ovation at the end was amazing. Did y'all hear what Jim Hill said about it? No. What did he say? So he was talking about how, you know, the first show. He's seen it already? No, but he says once they start the previews that lots of people are going to try to go then because it's constantly going to be changing because they're going to be trying out some routines to see how they play. And if they don't, okay. they'll press them. So you could go, let's say April 3rd is the first day I can, I see online, you can buy tickets and then, but you'll see some acts that won't make the final cut. So you could see some extra show, you know, extra entertainment. Wow. I, I might want to take the kids to that. Yeah. I think that would be kind of fun for them to do. They've never been. So that might be fun. And you can just, can you book it online? Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I'm on the Cirque du Soleil website right now, and we haven't bought our tickets yet, but we're planning on going. But there's still so many seats available. Wow. Um, yes. And I don't know about you all, but when I used to go to the other one, I l- did not mind sitting in the cheap seats in the back. Right. Uh, because I felt like there was so much going on on stage that, but again, I didn't pay for the front seats. So I don't know the difference, but you know, they range on the night I'm going, they range from $157 to $67. Wow. Once, once it officially opens, um, like on that Saturday, they range from 79 to 179. I almost feel like that theater, I mean, the way it was before, I don't think it really had any bad seats. I wouldn't want know. to sit on the far edge. 
Because I think then you could miss some stuff. That's where I've sat. Yeah, I've sat there. It's not that bad because we were, we were basically sitting there because we had free seats and um, it wasn't bad at all. Cause you, you also got a different kind of view cause you got a really close up view of the performers, which was kind of different. You saw mm-hmm. their facial expressions more and stuff like that. So, um, I mean, it's extraordinary. It's an amazing show. So I am, um, I definitely will go again now that they have the new one. I'm going to go out to Disneyland. I'm looking forward to Avengers Campus. First of all, they took out my bug's life. I love that little area. It was adorable. But I'm okay with it because I'm going to get a Spider-Man ride. And I'm going to, you know, I mean, I love the Avengers. So what can I say? That's what I'm looking forward to. And maybe they'll have some sort of special Spider-Man cafe I can go to. I didn't realize they took it out of that area. That's where they took it out of, yeah. Or where they're putting it, I guess I should say. So, yeah, so it's right between where you would see Carthay Circle, that whole area, and um, uh, uh, what is it called? Mater's Junker Jamboree. Yeah. And then back in there, yeah. And then it goes all the way back to where Tower of Terror was, and it's now the new Guardians of the Galaxy. And they took out um, my uh, Heimlich's choo-choo train. They did take out Heimlich's, Aww. yeah. It's all gone. Oh, I mean, Heimlich. Heimlich's was the cutest thing ever not when it was like 100 degrees outside you waited for 45 minutes just to go around in a circle (laughs) for a half a second it was so funny though i mean it was like so lame and then you'd go under the watermelon you're like please i hope the big drop of water doesn't hit me because i'm in the watermelon yeah it was i i I thought it did more waited with two one-year-old i'm so hungry yeah, so I had funny. like kids weren't even two yet. I'm waiting yeah. there for like ever. I did not realize it just went in one little circle. Yeah, it's pretty short. It was so short. I was like, it was probably one of the lamest and yet cutest rides ever. <laughs> it was so. so bad. I'll never forget it. It was crazy. But yeah, R.I.P. Heimlich. But the Bugs area was so cute. It was adorable. It was very, very creative. And now they're going to uh, have Web Slinger. Yeah. For people like me, like I, as much as I love Star Wars, if you, if I had to choose, I am definitely more of a Marvel fan. And I, I mean, this is like perfect. So it'll really make that park, you know, it'll really give that park some new kind of energy, I think. So. Yeah, I can see that. Um, okay. So, oh, oh, one more thing I'm looking forward to the creperie in France. Oh, Yes. But only if they're going to be good. They need to have a salted yes. caramel. But if they don't, I'm going to riot. It I has just... to be good. Yes. Because you can really mess up a crepe. Is it... Wait a minute. You know, is... It's crepe, right? Or crepe? Crepe. I thought it was crap. crepe. No, it's okay. not crap. No, crap. Because <laughs> you said the crappery. Crap. And I'm like... It's a crappery. Mm, we don't want to be calling it a crappery. It is a crap. Stuff. It's no, wait. Uh, macaron. Crepe. Uh, crappery. Really, is it? Are you 100% on that? Clip. Crep. It's called clip. <laughs> Wait a minute. How to pronounce clip? I call them pancakes. <laughs> Wait. Hey, Siri. Wait a minute. Hey, Siri. Yes? How do you pronounce crepe? Okay. I found this on Oh, Siri, come on. You're supposed to tell me. Stupid Say Siri. in French. Oh, yeah. Hey, Siri. Hmm? How do you say crepe in French? Crepe is crepe. Clip. Crepe. Clip. Clip. 
Clip. Crap. Clip. It's got an A. A. I'm just going to say that when I was in France, I went up to a creperie and I said to the guy, I want a salted caramel one, first of all, and how do you pronounce it? And he said, crep. You stupid American. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty sure he didn't say that. Okay, he did. And since you're talking about France, I'm just looking on the internet here, and it looks like the Gusto's restaurant sign has been um, put up in France. Really? Yeah. Ooh, now. According to Park's blog. Okay. I have to tell you something. I ate the one in Disneyland Paris, and it was horrible. And because we were traveling with the kids were really small at the time, that was the closest I was going to get and, in fact, did get to a good meal in France. And it was just not great. Mm. It is on the dining plan, though, if you get the dining plan there. Um, just FYI. Well, they're not putting a restaurant in. It's just for the Oh, they're not doing a restaurant? Like, though, right? Oh, okay. I, I don't know. They are not doing a restaurant, but they are opening a fourth restaurant in the France Pavilion. Okay. Oh, and it. it's going to be um, uh, the food style is going to be based off of that from the Brittany region of France. I, I don't know what that is, but I read that you earlier. You know what today. it is? It's salt. <laughs> they have nice. salt there. It's the famous salt. <laughs> what kind <laughs> of salt would you where like? Your boyfriend is from? Yeah. Is that where your boyfriend is from? That's where he's from. Yeah. Okay. What are they known for? Clip. Look. Look, let me tell you where. <laughs> There's a whole new you. meaning to salt. Lips. But but they do have like those cakes they're known for. It tastes like just straight butter. Ooh, it's wait a minute. Good. Well, you need to bring some of those back next time. They eat a lot of raclette, the, that stuff. And yeah, like the, Ooh, it's, it's like it's a fondue a kind cake. of a thing or something. Yes. Classic Breton butter cake. Could he bring me back a striped sweater like they have there and a butter cake? Yeah, maybe. Man, those 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 cakes and the pastries are flipping amazing. Wow. You don't get stuff like that here. No, you got a good deal going there. Well, I'd like to have some of those butter cakes. Anyway, I don't know. I I they do have good crepes though. Clips. Clips. Uh they do they do. And I like the savory ones, too. They have, like, the savory ones are different, but they're wow. really good. And then they have, like, the in-between. They're, like, the sweet and savory. And then they but have, like, But you don't like, the, like the crazy cheese. Oh, they got some cheese that, oh, make you puke. It tastes like a trash can vomited <laughs> inside a stinky shoe. Oh lord! And pooped. Ugh. I'm just—it's like the worst. It's the worst smell. They told me not to. They're like, "Oh, don't smell it. Just eat it." I'm like, "What do you oh. mean? Don't smell it. Just eat it." I put it in my mouth, and it was the most vile tasting thing. And everybody's laughing at me, and I'm like, "I had to spit it out." I was like, "I can't even eat this. I need some craft singles." Wow. Craft singles. <laughs> okay. I'm. I'm. <laughs> we have craft singles here okay where's your yellow cheese in their, in their single plastic wrapping yes i need an individually wrapped cheese food it's not even like real cheese it's like processed cheese food hey at least i know what's in that you kind have of. Alveda. 
a big block. What you should do next time you go over, you should just bring over a block of Velveeta. Oh my gosh, I should introduce them to the Velveeta Rotel Dip. Oh, I bet they would like that. Here's some yeah. real cheese, people. Let's put on a football game. Oh no, that's soccer. Never mind. And then I'll bring some Fritos. They don't have Fritos. Oh, no. wow. they have junk food though. They have some like appallingly junky food. They don't so. have public restrooms, so I have a problem with that. Yeah, no, I do too. That was really bad. I mean, I'll never forget paying a euro one point, like a euro and a half, which is like two bucks, to go to a little bathroom, and you'd go to this like they had a women's side and a men's side, and it was it looked like like a lobby, right, of like a like a not so great hotel, mm-hmm. and then you go one way if you're a guy, and one the other way if you're a woman, and then you go to this row of little rooms, and you can use the bathroom, and they had colored toilet paper. They always have colored like, toilet paper. Everywhere yeah, and they were like paper. lime green and orange and pink, and um, That's so yeah. weird. Why? And all I wanted to do was go to the bathroom. It wasn't like I needed a big production, but you got to yeah. pay two bucks. I know. I yeah, it was not charging. good. Either that, or you have to go to Starbucks, Starbucks, and just get like a drink, and then you can use their bathroom. Well, but, I didn't find. Yeah, any it's of that. not like here, and even in the higher end department stores, there's always a big line. Are they so, going to make you pay now in the France Pavilion to go to the bathroom? That would p- be part of the experience, actually, it I should. think. They should, it but they should need to have be. bathroom attendants just to make sure it's extra yeah. sparkly clean. That would be good. Maybe we should change the name to this show to a hodgepodge 2020. <laughs> <laughs> pay that, toilets that's actually, and stuff. Because this show's going in the toilet fast. In the toilet. So, the pay so toilet. Just, all right. Okay, so we've had this excitement. We've talked about what we're excited about, and one of the a lot of it's food. I think I should mention that for some reason we're also getting two barbecue restaurants in Walt Disney World. We're getting one in Epcot in the American Pavilion, and we're getting one at Toy Story Land, which is a barbecue kind of restaurant. Um, no word if there are characters. What do you guys think about two barbecue places coming? Um, can I say <laughs> no? No. <laughs> yes, of course. I, no, no, I like, no. I'm teasing you. Um, I'm gonna just say I'm gonna I'm not speaking for Bridget and Tony, but they might agree with me on this. Okay. Where we come from, barbecue yeah. really isn't a thing. Okay. So we I don't care about barbecue. It doesn't get me excited. I don't I, oh, I'll eat it. Listen, I'll eat it. I'll eat the ribs, I'll eat the pulled pork. I like it. But I don't need it, and I don't have to have it in my life. So the fact that these are barbecue restaurants doesn't right. really ma- matter to me one way or the other. I'll go and try them out at some point, but I am I I do understand that there is a population in this country that is so into barbecue that they get really excited when there is barbecue, and then they get on the opposite get excited when it's not that good because they know what good barbecue is so yeah for coming from where i come from we don't really care about barbecue so it is what it is we'll just eat it we don't know if it's good or bad because we don't know the difference then don't use collective don't use collective um uh words here because i like barbecue but mark campy is ecstatic because he loves barbecue Mm. we have our own smoker and everything wow so yeah so i i mean I, like I'm looking forward to it. I don't seek out barbecue like he does. Like if I am out with the kids and he's by himself, 
and he's seen like a little like hole in the wall barbecue place that's like 45 minutes away, he'll go there for dinner to try it. Does he leave you guys at home? Oh, no. If we're, like, it's usually if we're out and doing something oh, and okay. I have the kids up or something like that. Yeah. I just had this image of him being like, I'll be back in a couple hours. And he comes back and he's got like greasy lips and he smells kind of smoky. Yeah. And he would like, do that. I know too. where you've been. <laughs> he would do that too. Yeah. But yeah, he does, he'll like he'll seek it out. He he loves barbecue. So so the only the only way I could be more excited for the barbecue restaurants is if they added a dance party to them. Oh, that would be great. Oh, they yeah. probably yeah, I, will for the Toy Story. I I agree. I agree with Adam. There's you know barbecue. Eh. Okay, but there's two different kinds of barbecue. You've got. You don't know this, so so and educate us. Okay. Well, there's two different kinds. You've got your dry rub barbecue, which is more like, I believe it's like a more of like a Memphis style barbecue around that area, which is like a dry rub, but a lot of times it's a little tangy and vinegary. Then you've got your doused in the barbecue sauce, sweet and more like sugary, brown sugar, cider vinegar barbecue. So it really just depends on which one we're going to get if I'm going to be excited or not. I like a dry rub barbecue. Do you well, know what? At, at least the Regal Eagle is supposed to be a mix of different barbecue yes. uh, flavors. Mm-hmm. They released their menu last week and they're focusing on different regions. So I think there's some dry rub, some wet rub, um, you know, Louisiana barbecue versus Memphis barbecue. So they're, they're probably China and stuff like that. Yeah, they're, fo- yeah, they're, they're focusing Carolina. on different geographical regions. That's smart because yeah. different barbecue is totally different. I mean, it's it, it varies a lot. And if you're a connoisseur mm-hmm. of the stuff, like I'm, if Mark likes to smoke and do all of that stuff with his barbecue, I mean, then he's going to love that because he's going to have a choice. I like the Memphis style better. Then the old slop it on the barbecue sauce one, but that's just me. But they cook it for a long time, really slow mm-hmm. and low. And yeah. That's how my dad cooked it. And he always would say, if you're looking, you're not cooking. So don't lift the lid. <laughs> so yeah. here's, I'm, I'm actually going to go on a little bit of a different point on that, which is that people who really love barbecue are not going to go there. Like, hardcore southern barbecue people are not going to try it out. The people who they're trying to please are probably from north of the Mason-Dixon who maybe don't have as many. Like, you know, like Mm -hmm. you're talking Eliza here. She's actually got her favorite type of barbecue, right? I mean, she knows what she's talking about. Um, I'm the same way. I, I know exactly what I like when it comes to barbecue. I'll eat other types. But, I mean, I'm really picky about barbecue. And I think people in the south tend to. This is our cuisine. This is what we consider, you know, this is what we like. Um, it's kind of like you guys with Italian food where you come down here and you're like, oh, that's terrible. Or the bagel thing. Oh, my God. I'm talking to my friend Alicia who lives up in New York, and I'll say something like, I'm going to go get a bagel. And she'll be like, huh. You know? <laughs> like, she's <laughs> laughing at me. Because she's like, that's not a bagel. And I'm like, whatever. See, I would love you know, but to get a New true. York bagel. I'm just saying. I would, too. Mm, like, kind of like a dream of mine, you know? But, um but we don't have that here and no. we just eat what we have. And it's kind of like y'all with your barbecue, maybe not necessarily what we would consider good barbecue. Yeah. I like had the first time I had a cheesesteak in, in Florida. It was not a cheesesteak. Or I oh. had barbecue in France. 
Oh, gumbo okay. anywhere. Gumbo anywhere is a joke. Yeah. Unless it's from Louisiana and it's got to be from like somebody's, you know, old Cajun mom made it or something. I mean, yeah. or my so mom. Is that what you're calling your mom? <laughs> hey, her last name is pretty Cajun. I'm just saying. Yeah, but I, I don't know. Like, like, cause like, I know what you're saying about the barbecue not being very interesting to you, but I, that's ironically who I think that's for, but maybe not. I'm good. I'll go to both. Maybe not so much the American Pavilion. I think that place was such a downer before. In that I'm going to go to the American Pavilion. Okay, I'll go with you. I have to go. I think it'll be better than the other. Yeah. Yeah, because you have your different styles. I mean, if I can get a Memphis-style plate of ribs, that's what I'm going to get. Yeah. Do you know what surprised me that I liked was the uh, um, North Carolina style? I, I actually like, you know, whether it's the vinegar or the mustard. The one I can't get behind is that Alabama, that comeback sauce, the white kind. I just can't no. eat that. But see, I like the, the vinegar one made with mayo. Yes. Did you ever have that? I'm not eating that. No, no I haven't had it. No, you know, y'all left out a big barbecue place, Kansas City Barbecue. And that's what we're used to eating because that's about three hours for me. And that's a whole nother subject of barbecue. Is that sweet? Yes, it's sweet. It is. But, you know, um, it's a big barbecue town. Like there are about three or four different places. And like one of them, you go in and they've got the brown butcher paper, and they just wrap it up in there and serve it to you like that, you know. And you take it to your seat, and then you get your sauces. But it's just, it, it, whenever there's a presidential election, you'll always see the candidates go to this. Yeah. It's called Arthur Bryan's in Kansas City. It's a famous one. Um, but I like Kansas City, but I, I like uh, Memphis as well. So we often, but you know, rendezvous serves them dry. You might've heard of rendezvous. I've that's been the most, there. That's the most popular one from Memphis, but they've got a new one called Central, which is really good. And then Neely's in Memphis has barbecued spaghetti. And that's a whole nother. <laughs> I've been to yeah. rendezvous a couple times. It's really good barbecue. See, like, I don't like rendezvous. You don't like it? Which one do you like? I like Central barbecue, huh. but. It hasn't been around a whole t- real long, but it they usually when I'm getting more into the barbecue than you want me to. But there's a Memphis in May is a huge festival in Memphis yeah. every year, and they have a huge barbecue contest. And Central recently has been winning it year after year. And they open. They've got three locations now, but the one's right across from the Lorraine Motel, which is um, the Martin Luther King Jr. Museum historic right. site. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that place is fabulous. Um, we love our barbecue. <laughs> You've had really good barbecue. So it, it's hard when you go to a place like this that's mass producing it. But I will yeah. say that if they've got those giant smoke pits out there and it's wafting that smell, I think it's going to attract a lot of people. <laughs> I think so, too. I mean, they're going to have to do it on site, right? I mean, it would make well, sense. Maybe yeah. not for the Woody's barbecue one, but the one at... The American Pavilion, they're already, you know, smoking meat there in that, at those, for the kiosks during the food festival. So, I mean, well, I would and think. I think Polite Pig is good. Polite Pig Disney is very Spring. good. I, it's not some of the best barbecues yeah, I have, right. but I think oh it's a very good place to eat. And we love going there. Yeah. No, I think it's excellent. And the sides are really good, too. Yeah, I just get but the now- sides because they don't have the barbecue I like. 
But, you know, I'm not a rib fan. I'd rather, yeah. I love a pulled pork sandwich with a yeah. pork oh, on it. Yeah, I do it. like a pulled pork sandwich, too. It's so much easier to eat. Mm-hmm. So, But I but do I like, like ribs. ribs. I do like a rib. If it's Me good. Too. If it's but good. I will not pick it up and eat it off the bone. I use the fork. Oh, my I gosh. Are you kidding I, me? Just can't. I'm oh, just, I can do I, it. Just, I have, like, manners. <laughs> I eat it My right husband up. used to be a judge in a barbecue contest each year that we had in our local town. And they would always do, you had to have, you had to judge the sauce, the meat, and then there was always a surprise and you didn't know what you were getting, but it had to be barbecued. So he's eaten, you know, Rocky Mountain oysters, bear. I can't even remember what awesome, I think there was coon once or something. I don't know. There was some creepy things he used to eat in barbecue contests and he would come home and you could smell it seeping out his pores. It was disgusting. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. But no, we love barbecue. I'm excited for them. You know, and my other thought is people who come from other countries, this is a, you know, that it is a big part of the South region, you know, barbecue is. And I think it's great for them to have an opportunity to try it. Right. I hope it's decent. Well, and I, that's a good point. And it used to always bother me that the restaurant in the American Pavilion was so bad. I yes. was like, come on. Me too. We've it was got like better offensive. than this. Like we're in yeah. America. Come on, please. And we would, I mean, my husband and I would talk and we'd be like, okay, what would be better food? And we would come up with dozens of things that would be more representative than that. Actually, like a good Southern cooking would have been perfect, you know, because people like, you know, Southern food. It's delicious. So I don't know. Okay. All right. On to the next thing. Since we're having a hodgepodge kind of show, what about talking about what's what are your personal goals this year? So I'm going to go with Rachel because Rachel kind of got, she got to be last. So let's go back to Rachel. Do you have any personal goals this year? Oh, for Disney. See, you're throwing this up. I know, I like to throw to it fall, out. Yeah, you're throwing it at me. My goal is not to fall on my butt at the 5K. I mean, okay. I, want, I want to try to run that whole thing. And I don't know if y'all heard, but the marathon was just yesterday. And they yes. said it was one of the hottest ones. And so many people had to drop out. That's crazy. Oh, my gosh. I was, just, I was just talking to Mark, who's a listener. And he said, like, 24 people. 24,000 people were signed up to do the full one yesterday and like only 22 or something finished. It was like some ridiculous number, but he said not all of those people are going to show up, but I guess a lot of people got swept by those little crews that, which I mean, just sounds terrible. Sweeper. Well, they they shortened it for the people in the back at like 1.5 miles because it was so hot. Um, So anyway, you know, I'm hoping it's not that hot when we run. Um, So my goal is to um, actually run the whole 5K. And then the other thing, I I want to go back to Disneyland. Um, Hopefully sometime. We're looking at October right now. But that's my goal is to make it back to Disneyland. Yeah, that's a good goal. I like that one. I like both of them. They're good. What are you looking forward to most at Disneyland? Me? Yeah. No. Oh, oh <laughs> yes, <you>. sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. Um, golly, I just, I feel like I've learned more about the property since I was there the first two. I went twice in a matter of three months a couple years ago. And now I just, I want to take a little more time and enjoy the the small things, the small details instead of like we were just trying to run and get to place to place to try to do as much as we could 
because, you know, we didn't know, think we would be back, if that makes sense. Right. So that, and I want to spend more time in Cars Land, honestly. Yeah. The details there everywhere you go. Like last time I was there, it was night and um, they were kind of clearing out the park and I walked past, you know, past where the a big ride is, the Radiator Springs Racers and past Flo's V8 Cafe and just took in some of the details over that, on that side. And I was like, gosh, there's so much here and it's so beautiful. Yes. I, that's what I, I want to just go sit there yeah. and observe. And I don't want to be as rushed as we were previously. I think in our job as well, it's, it's important to be able to take in like some tiny details because people will ask you really, really specific questions. And it's nice to have that knowledge in the back of your mind that you can kind of pull from and tell someone or give someone an additional detail they might not have even thought to ask about. So, okay, Tony, what are you looking forward to? I think I know the answer to this. I am looking forward to finally seeing stuff from 2019 that I did not get a chance to see. Uh, So specifically, uh, I look forward to seeing the Skyliner and uh, finally getting over into Galaxy's Edge. Okay. Now, I know you're going in a couple days because you're going on a cruise. But you only have a couple of hours. I only have like two and a half hours. And I have been going back and forth, you know, is it worth it? Um, you know, once again, you talk about us from coming uh, things from the travel agent perspective, from the travel agent perspective, totally, you know, need to get into galaxy's edge because I'm selling it and I haven't been there. I've seen right. the pictures. I've heard firsthand accounts, uh, but I have not been there myself, uh, from the husband of Cheryl perspective. Uh, it is, a you know, $110 ticket for about two hours or two and a half hours. Right. And that's if I'm lucky, if I get an early boarding group uh, and am able to ride it before we have to leave for the port, which we're departing our resort at like 10 a.m. So the park opens at 7. I plan on getting in line about 5.30, um, if not earlier. And uh, that's after arriving at midnight. So it, it, it's going to be yeah. a, a pretty rough morning, but I'm, I'm hoping that, uh, that it all works out. And then so- if, if, if things really work out, I'm going to also find the Millennium Falcon popcorn bucket uh, because uh, Mr. Mark uh, has requested uh, that I pick up a bucket for him as well. He's very excited. Yes. We're we're very appreciative. Thank you so much. That is so incredibly nice of you because not only do you have to carry that huge bucket out of – because it's big, right? You've got to carry it out of the park and – you got to rush over, and then you have to throw it in your suitcase and take it on a ship. That thing looks for huge. the next three nights. It's huge. Yeah, but you know it doesn't hold much popcorn. It doesn't. Yeah. It looks like no. it's got a little slit, like a little slice that opens up, and you can shove a couple kernels in it. Right. Yeah. Cons- considering it's tiny. the mo- the Millennium Falcon was built for smuggling, there's not much room for storage <laughs> in there. No. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. Well, that's really nice of you. And how much are those buckets? Uh, I, you know, I'm not even sure. Um, oh. I've heard they're in like the $20 range. Uh, yeah, usually they are about. Apparently, they are they are already for sale at the, there's a popcorn kiosk next to the, over near the Disney Cauldron. Um, okay. In Disney Springs. And rumor has it that they have seen boxes of them uh, being unloaded in Hollywood Studios. So I'm assuming uh, that they're headed for Galaxy's Edge. Uh, and uh, 
I'm I'm hoping that by the end of this week that they're uh, that they are available. I can't tell you how much they cost. They're tw- please do twenty four ninety nine. Twenty four. Uh, uh, Bridget, please tell Mark it's going to be thirty eight dollars. Okay, he can get one on Check. eBay. He can get one on eBay right now for seventy four ninety nine. That's uh, probably about how much it's going to cost to ship it back to us. Right. <laughs> right. As yeah, I'm flying that's over, true. as I'm flying over Pennsylvania, I will drop it out to you guys. But don't you guys? Yeah. Live bring a drone close? or something. Well, not like I mean, it's like three hours. Mark can drive over there and pick it up. Sure. There you go, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> <Sure can. laughs> he, he really wants that popcorn bucket <laughs> he probably honestly i know <laughs> like packing a bag i'm gonna go sleep over tony's i oh gotta go get my, my bucket gosh <laughs> i yes if he does we need to know about this <laughs> well if if i manage to find one there will be pictures posted on friday i'm just you know, earlier in the show, Bridget mentioned uh, Mark and Grant going in and, and you know, being 10-year-old boys. And that's pretty much what I assume that Friday will be for me. Uh, you know, 40-some-odd years of, of Star Wars in my life. And uh, I don't think I've ever... I don't think I've ever wanted to see something so badly except for the mobile missions vehicle, the G.I. Joe mobile missions vehicle that I, I never got from 1973. Um, I'm still waiting for that to show up under my tree. And I want that about as much as I just want to go into Galaxy's Edge and sit there and, uh, you know, take it all in. And I know I'm not going to be able to do it in two hours, but I'm going to try my darndest to do as much as I can. Can I also tell you that the Millennium Falcon popcorn bucket not only lights up on the in the back, so it right. has lights. It also has a lanyard attached to it, so you can wear it like your Flavor Flav. Nice. It's just so big, and it's got a necklace, like a. T- <laughs> <laughs> I want to see Mark. I swear, Mark Liza. has to freaking wear this in July. Liza, we his- mock what we do not understand. I know. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he has to wear it. To- oh my gosh, that would be the funniest thing if Mark wore this to the oh Galaxy Edge. He just put snacks in it. It's so practical. Yeah. You can put I mean, snacks. think about it. You can walk around and just, you know, reach for popcorn and just hanging around your neck. Put your wallet I mean, in it. How much better can it get? It could be like a purse. It's his purse, but a it's purse. like a man purse. <laughs> <laughs> he could crossbody it and then just like put his wallet in there and some chapstick. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> He's not here to defend himself, but guess what? You know what? It. He can't defend this, but that's okay. I just want a picture of that. That's going to be fun. He totally will. Oh, yeah. Well, people are lining up to buy these, so he is not alone in this. Oh, people are. And that's the scary thing is like, you know, (laughs) you don't want to spend your two and a half hours standing in line for the Millennium Falcon. Right. Okay. All right. Liza, what is your personal goal? I, I know this, actually. Well, I just really want to make it out there for Mickey's Runaway Railway opening. I want to spend the night out there to see it. And then, obviously, I want to go with my kids this summer. That's really all I want to do. And that's right. it. I would like to make it out to Disneyland one of these days. But if I have to wait till 2021, that's fine. Yeah. I mean, I just, you know, just go back to Disney. And it's always, there's always a goal that I could think of going back to Disney World. I mean, who doesn't want to go back to Disney World? It's awesome. No, I agree. I cannot, 
I'm always wanting to go back to Disney World. I got a problem, a real problem. I do too. It's bad. Yeah, it's terrible. What about you, Bridget? What are you looking forward to? Um, I don't. I mean, I'm looking forward to our our summer trip because we had nice warm weather this weekend. So now I've kind of got that summer itch already, and it's only what's middle of January. Yeah, but um, weather? I oh my gosh, it was like 65 degrees up here. Oh, okay. On Saturday, yeah. and Sunday, which is warm for January for us. Uh, I mean, we grilled. We had the windows open. It was fabulous. Nice. Um, yeah. But um, but I really, I said to Mark, what I really want to do this trip is, because um, we went and we ate at Artist Point with the new character dining last year. And um, we hadn't seen Geyser Point. And I really want to go and hang out there one night. Right. It looks really nice. But that's like, I mean, I don't know. My goal is to just like go and enjoy all the new stuff and um, not be so stressed out to make sure that everybody gets done what they want to get done. And I'm just going to enjoy it for myself. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't really have a, a, a big set goal yet. Sorry, I'm unexciting. No, I think that's perfectly exciting. And Geyser Point is pretty awesome. So there you go. Yeah, it looks fun. All right. What about you, Adam? What are you looking forward to on your personal level? All right. So I want to – my sister really wants to see Galaxy's Edge. So I'm trying to figure out if I'm going to go to Disneyland or Florida. I don't know which one to go with yet. I'm kind of hoping – To take your sister to, you mean? Yeah. Oh, that's a tough one. Yeah. Um. I, I, Disneyland, I like how we could just walk to things. I don't have to worry right. about going on transportation. But uh, it's, you know, it's a longer flight. and It is. How much longer? A, is it like three hours longer? Um, yeah. It, 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 the, it's probably four yeah, hours, huh? Uh, from here, it's about five and a half down. To, it's about three hours. Yeah, three hours more. But it's getting to the airport because I usually fly out of JFK to go to California, which is... Right. You know, it could be two hours from my house, depending upon traffic. But uh, it's a pain in the neck to get to. So, and I'm hoping if I do Disneyland, if the Marvel of Avengers Campus would be open by then. Because I think I want to go early summer. Right. But, because uh, I don't want to do, like, the heat of summer in Florida. I'm, I'm not, I don't really want to do that. <laughs> it's hot. It's too hot. <laughs> That's it why I'm thinking California, because I'm going to get better weather. <laughs> cools off at night so i mean that's really yeah. what's the best about it yeah so that's i mean I, it's not really a definitive plan but it's an idea i mean i was just looking at pricing for things t- tonight just trying to gauge what it's going to look like so all right that's pretty awesome okay for me personally i just want to do a cruise i want to do a cruise before my oldest kid turns 18 he really loved the teen club when we were on the ship in november so I'm hoping to be able to do that. That's one of my goals. I think I might try Alaska if we can afford it. I think my husband would love to go there. So I don't know if it's going to happen. It's all about money. So if not, I will continue to enjoy my really short trips to Pop Century. So I'm good with that too. I will tell you this: this cruise is Isabel's last time in the clubs. Yeah. uh, Because she will be 18 in May. And it's kind of sad. I think so. You know, it was sad when she transitioned out of the the, the Oceaneers Club and the Oceaneer Lab. Uh, And now that she's just transitioning out of all of the clubs and headed into the 1820 Society for her next cruise, 
it's a, uh, you know, it's a little bit of an eye opener. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's the other thing. That's one of the reasons we went in, um, in November too, because we felt like that would be the last time the twins could use the kids club the little, the younger kids club. And guess what? They didn't even care. They could go in that one, but they discovered the tween club and they were like, forget it. You know? So I don't know. All right. Any, any kind of hodgepodge kind of things you want to bring up? Any Disney things you're thinking about? My first so. cruise. Oh my God. That's in right. With you yes. guys. Oh yeah. Adam's very much looking forward to the, to the teen clubs. I, yes. yeah. Teen clubs, the kids clubs, the, you know, the night clubs. Karaoke. I don't know. I don't know Karaoke. if we're going to let Adam sign himself out of the clubs. That's the thing. We need to <laughs> talk about it guys and figure out if we feel uncomfortable, feel comfortable with it. But we also have to go to Palo. That's fine. I, I just have to go to the the, the spa, of course. Mm-hmm. Oh, I want to do the spa. And um. Oh yeah, karaoke. Have fun. I'm gonna sit there and watch. That's I'm fine. gonna need. I'm gonna need Mark's popcorn bucket because I'm no going to enjoy that. I'm gonna <laughs> do it. I'm gonna sing Rocky like I'm a hurricane. Jam. I'm gonna jam the cell Rocky, phone. we were singing. We like today. I was doing payroll. Liza was talking about her client, and I couldn't stop singing that song, "Rocky Like a Hurricane." Mm-hmm. So, and we had this big discussion about whether or not she could hear the guy's German accent, and I'm like, "How could you not?" I never heard that. Here I am. Burn up, burn up. Okay, I gotta stop. <laughs> Listen to it after the show. Okay. So, Chris, let me ask you a question. Now that you've teased the listeners, what if a listener yeah. wants to come on that cruise? If a listener wants to go, come on, just contact one of the people on the show. They'll book you. You can go. We can hang out. I mean, we did put it out on the private page. Hey, if you want to go on May 15th on the Dizzy Dream and hang out, come on. It's a but fast not- cruise. It's like three nights. But- it's three nights. Liza and I are actually in a hole down at the <laughs> bottom of the ship. I don't, I think it's like under, you know how there's like deck one, two, and so on. I think we're deck negative one. Yeah. Maybe. We're yeah. sleeping in the laundromat. There's going to be like barrels of oil rolling around and <laughs> sleeping in the laundromat. Yeah. We're sleeping where yeah. they do the clothes. We're going to get scurvy. Gonna be a lot of towels. <laughs> scurvy. Okay, some kind of disease. Of some I'm sort. packing lemons. Don't worry. Okay. Okay. We have a variety of foods we can eat at the buffet. <laughs> Be all right. Be all right. Yeah, I agree. All righty. Okay. That's good to know. Oh. Right, you're not going though, are you, Tony? Uh, I'm not sure at this point. Okay. Is Adam right. going to dress up like a pirate? Of course he is. Every single day, not just on pirate <laughs> night. They don't, wait, they don't have pirate night on a three night cruise, right? What? I hate pirate night. They have the celebration, but they don't have the uh, meal. Do they have the fireworks on a three-night yes. cruise? Okay, yes. cool. Okay, well, at least they got that. Yeah, that's going to be great. Probably, I'm just going to dress up like a golden girl the whole time. You know what? I saw some lovely captains, and I thought about sending you the link so we could get matching ones. Got to wear a caftan. <laughs> it's a must. It's be great. Well, it's good, because then we don't have to worry about dieting beforehand. We could just go as we are. Exactly. Well, you're not really you know, having any issues. But, you know, for me, I'm just going to wear a caftan. Well, yeah, it's the best loungewear. Mm-hmm. That's best. all I'm going to be doing. It's going to be great because there won't be any kids to be. Re- we can hang out on the adult side. You oh, know, that'll be fun. I'm super excited. Well, some of the agents are bringing their kids. But, okay. You know, but otherwise, it's going to be great. Cool. So I think Mandy's coming, too. Yeah. So, so we have our own personal cast member to pick up trash. <laughs> 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 gonna bring one of those I'm gonna kill you. 
Andy, pick up that trash. Give her a stick. She can't turn it off. You know how she is. She's always on duty. Anyway. All right. Okay. Bridget, do you want to talk about something before we close it out? Yeah. So I just wanted to pay a little tribute to Auntie Kwai from the Polynesian who passed away this week. She was um, uh, a founding member of Disneyland. Disney actually sought her out in Hawaii and brought her over to Disneyland um, to do the hula in Adventureland three times a day. And then when they opened um, World in 71, they brought her to Florida and she had a three-month assignment there to um, launch um, the Luau dinner show. And then she just stayed and she's been in, she had always been in the lobby making lays and grass skirts and she made really cute hair pieces that Katie loved. Um, She would teach the hula to all the kids and adults in the lobby. Um, So she made this like lovely atmosphere in that in the Polynesian lobby and um so she passed away this week so I just thought it was kind of sad I told Katie she she adored her she thought she was so like just interesting and and a neat person and um she was she was really upset and sad so yeah she was cute lady very sweet how old was she she, I mean, I think she was older. I mean, when was we she? saw her this past week, this past um, summer, she looked, uh, I had said, mentioned to Mark that she had looked um, like she had aged quite a bit. So I don't know how, like, uh, she must have been sick. Hmm. So, yeah, she would always sit in that little corner. She had a little, and she would be doing her lays and um, like the certain lays for anniversaries and, and, you know, making like the fresh, the, fl- the fresh flower ones. So, oh. Those are she fun. she was eighty eight years old. Wow, that's good. Well, she looked good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. She really did for her age. She really did. Well, yeah. Uh, we can have a tribute uh, sign out music for her. Put some Hawaiian music. Yeah. Do it. Oh well. For Auntie. For Auntie. All right, I'm gonna send this over to Tony so he can close out the show. Thanks, Chris. We hope that you enjoyed listening to what we're looking forward to in 2020. If there's something you're looking forward to seeing, our show's sponsor, Main Street and More Travel, can help get you there. Head on over to their website, MainStreetAndMoreTravel.com, request a quote, and let Chris connect you with the right agent for your travel needs. On Facebook, look for our group, The Mouse and More Podcast. And out on the web, we've got Adam running the Twitter feed, and Chris and Liza have Instagram under control. On behalf of Chris, Liza, Bridget, Adam, and Rachel, This is Tony, and we are the Mouse and More Podcast. Thanks for listening. Good night. Bye. Good Good night. night.